With us today is Paul Zuber. Uh, he is the, uh, the vice, senior vice president with the New York Business Council for the state of New York. New York has been voted number 50 out of 50 states in desirability to live there. There's so many problems in New York City, New York State. 540,000 New Yorkers have moved out in the last 24 months. And the, the move continues. The budget cuts are about to happen. With us uh, is Paul Zuber. Paul, Sunday morning after Thanksgiving, what the heck is going on? What, what bothers you the most? Can we save New York? Um, I think we can save New York, but I, I think what has to happen is that our elected officials need to understand a very important point. And that point is that whether we like it or not, the economy in the United States and the world has changed. And that's been accelerated by COVID. So there used to be a point in time that we used to all go to the office five days a week. We would be located or headquartered in a particular uh, location. We had to do work from our location, but that's all changed. People do remote work. Um, you don't need to be in a particular state in order to do work. So now when you put upon businesses and taxpayers these incredible taxes and cost of living, you know, it's easy for companies to pick up and leave and go someplace else, right? So like I use the financial services industry. You no longer have to be on the floor of Wall Street to trade. You trade by using your computer. I can, I can be a successful hedge fund manager or stock trader, whether I'm in Florida or whether I'm in New York City. So people have to understand, our elected officials have to understand that when you pile on with these pieces of legislation that make it harder for people to do business in New York, the answer for executives is simple. We'll just go someplace else. And folks need to understand that. And, they're, you know, whether it's taxes or right now we have a bill that the governor is reviewing. It uh, would ban non-competes. Uh, agreements in New York State. Now, I think to the rank and file person that says, oh, great, you know, ban non-competes. I don't want to be under a non-compete. But the problem with that bill is companies that are either considering coming to New York or companies that are currently in New York, this is the type of thing that is going to drive them out of New York. Why, if I'm a big research and development company, why would I want to come to New York with the understanding that my top people could leave with all that information, go to a competing company, and suddenly my competition has the same information that I have. Or if I'm a financial um, services company, that one of my type person can leave and take all the clients with him. You know, it, it just doesn't work anymore in this economy. And the more that our politicians, our elected officials keep piling on, the worse it yeah, gets. I, I it's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. 
I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want my headquarters to be in New York. I would even consider moving my headquarters out of New York uh, uh, if a uh, if a situation, if a, a law like that took effect. Well, yeah, and you know what, John, and and this is the other part that our elected officials don't understand. Sometimes they don't understand the dominoes, right? So, you you lose a company coming into New York. Let's say you lose a financial services uh, company in New York City. You're not only losing the tax revenue that comes from those employees in New York City, but you're also losing the commercial rent tax that these companies likely would be paying or the, the lease holder would be paying because they have occupancy in that office space. So when our occupancy rate drops in these office buildings, it decreases our um, you know, commercial rent tax, which goes directly to the New York City budget and is a big part of the New York City budget. So we're looking at budget deficits, but we're not doing anything in the state to bring people in and want them to locate in New York City. And so this non-compete bill is something that is just on its face is going to be the type of thing that's going to drive people out of New York City, out of New York State. And what's going to happen to the rank and file person? Well, you know, the New York City budget deficit is going to get larger. The New York State budget deficit is going to get larger. And that means the services that you depend on are going to get cut because there's no other choice. And elected officials need to understand that that we're in a compet- we're in a different sort of competitive economic environment that we've never been in before. Before we were New York, we were New York City. Who wouldn't want to be in New York City? It's the greatest city in the world. Eh, I can be in Miami and do the same job that I did when I was in New York City. And that well, is something that we, we had- have to be aware of. We had uh, uh, last week, we had uh, uh, Jimmy Petronas, the CFO of Florida, on, and he says like 160 uh, different uh, uh, financial companies have moved to Miami and ma- trying to make Miami a new capital for the finance, uh, f- uh, financial area. We, we just did a study, John. Um, it was a study that we did with the New York Bankers Association and uh, SIFMA, which works with all the uh, investment companies and we found that there is a significant out migration of financial services to other states and not only is there an out migration but we're not keeping pace with other states which are booming with an increase in companies that do financial services so we're losing a huge portion of our tax base and you know I know for a fact you know uh, Heather Mulligan who is our CEO she talks often to other chambers uh, throughout the country. And I can tell you right now that the Florida Chamber of Commerce, they're openly, openly recruiting New York businesses to come, come to Florida. We have low taxes. We don't have the same burdens. And people are moving to Florida. So, I, so I, I think we have to understand what this means for everybody, not just rich people or middle class people or poor people. It means something for everybody because it impacts our New York City and New York State budget. Well, New York is moving to Florida. It's like not moving to a strange state because half of Florida is probably New Yorkers. Yeah, absolutely. And so, if I so and, and to your point, if I move, if I were to up and leave and go to go to Florida, it wouldn't be like a fish out of water because I, there would be there would be hundreds of people that I know that are already down there, that are already, um, you know, creating 
uh, new lives down in Florida without the, the financial burdens that, that exist in New York State. You know, and to, to your first question, can we fix it? Yes, we can fix it. But we just have to be smart about the legislation that we pass, the legislation that the governor signs. You know, I, I understand that there is a progressive movement in New York State, and, you know, I'm not quibbling with them on, on every issue. But what folks have to understand is the agenda that you want, you know, you want to provide things to create things for all people in New York State. You will never achieve that agenda if you drive businesses out of New York State because there won't be enough money in the state or city coffers to help the people that you claim to want to help. We got a less than a minute left, um, uh, Paul. Um, what else can we do? I mean, uh, uh, are the legislators in Albany, I mean, you represent the business community, are the mm. legislators in Albany or New York at least cognizant that uh, there's going to be a lot of pain when the budget starts cutting? Well, I, I think there's two things we can do. I think from the business standpoint and something that we started to do at the business council is we need to start being more active with um, letting the public know about what really is going on, what this legislation really means, not just talking to the elected officials and their staff, but talking directly to the public. That's one thing that we did with the non-compete bill. We have an educational campaign that's going on um, through um, the Public Policy Institute, which is an affiliate of the, of the Business Council. That's going to be very important. And I think the other thing that's very important is I think people are, are kind of voting with their feet. They're, they're, they're walking out. I, I think, you know, the public has to start voting at the poll box, right? They, they have to let the politicians know and understand that this isn't sustainable and, you know, there's going to be consequences. Paul, but I, I think it's when we had the city and, council. And when we had the city council elections, less than 10 percent voted. I mean, it's it, it's, it's yeah, horrifying. It's, it, it's horrifying. And the problem is the group that is going to the polls and running to the polls are are in some ways are the, the, the segment of the population that really isn't speaking for the rest yeah. of the population. If, if you can understand well, what, I'm, what I'm saying there. Yes. We're out of time. Thank you. And we're going to continue this conversation because New York depends on uh, uh, us working and letting, getting the message across. Thank you so much. Well, and, uh, well, and thank you for all you do, John. I tr truly appreciate it because you're a champion of business. Thank you.